Um, just so I make sure I have it down right, what is your name and how do you spell it? So my name is Justin McCoy, so it's J-U-S-T-I-N, and last name's McCoy, so M-C-C-O-Y. All right. Um, what is your educational background? So I have an Associates of Applied Science in Horticulture um, from uh, St. Louis Community College, Merrimack. And I, yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's what I have. <laughs> <laughs> what is your current occupation? I am a realtor for Coldwell Banker, Gundaker, um, out of the Highway 94 office. Um, describe your family and do you have kids that are, were, or will be students in this district? So I have a young family. Um, I have two boys, Casey and Weston, and um, they both are at Becky David Elementary. And Casey is seven and in second grade and Weston is five and he's in kindergarten. Why are you running for Board of Education? So, when I decided to run for Board of Education um, was honestly back in the summertime when I was observing um, the cries from our teachers and support staff for help and, um, you know, and representation. Um, and, you know, it was very discouraging to me to hear um, that our teachers were um, just feeling completely depleted and um, unable to um, provide the level of educational excellence that they wanted for their students. Um, that was really the big reason why I decided to run. I um, come from a family where education was really important and my um, grandmother was a high school English teacher and speech and language pathologist. And so um, it kind of hit home with me to hear that, you know, that our teachers were crying for help and they weren't getting it. Yeah. Um, what are your priorities if you get elected? Uh, well, first and foremost, I want to make sure that um, we are... So first and foremost, I want to make sure that we are, you know, able to hire and retain quality teachers and support staff um, and provide them with the necessary tools for success. Um, I also want to work on transparency um, in our school district, um, making sure that all the decisions that are being made are that there's no question as to why they were made. Um, that we are being transparent and sharing as much information as we can with the community so that we can build community trust. Um, you know, and then the other thing, you know, is to, um, you know, make sure that we are providing our students with the tools that they need for success. So whether that be technology or, um, you know, certain learning environments or, 
you know, what have you, that, you know, we are actively searching for ways and providing uh, the students with tools for success. Mm -hmm. What suggestions do you have for improving the district? Um, <laughs> I think that we as a district need to be working on more um, community building events um, in order, again, to build trust in the community. Um, you know, getting out there and being involved in our community so that the community trusts us, you know, as a district, trusts the school district as a district, and, um, you know, wants to support us when we need the, the support. Um, and I think that, what's your question was, if we, what do you think the district needs to improve on? Is that what suggestions do you have for improving oh, the district? Yeah. Suggestions. Um, you know, and then the other thing is to, um, I mean, really, I think we need to take a good hard look at what we're spending our money on in the district and um, how we can be more efficient and make the budget work better, whether that's seeking out a tax levy or, um, you know, or reallocating funds from something to another. You know, I think that we really need to work on our budget as a district. I think that that's definitely something that we could do better. Mm -hmm. What do you see as the biggest issue in our district today? <laughs> um, I think that there is a lot of division in our district right now among the parents and the teachers and the administration. Um, that is the like, single biggest thing that's going on right now. And one of my goals is to work on things that unify the district and bring people together and not divide because like we're never gonna get anywhere if we keep focusing on all of the things that divide us. Mm -hmm. Uh, how do you feel about the way the district has dealt with the increase in budget for the new North High building? I think that we were presented with a pretty uh, disappointing uh, crossroads where we had to decide to move forward and spend a ton more money or go back to the drawing table and get more bids and leave a project half finished. And do I think that the right choice is to move forward with the uh, improvements? Yes. Do I think we could have done it better? Yes. I think that it would have spoke volumes to the community if we'd gone back and sought out a rebid from all of the contractors um, just to prove that, you know, we actually were, you know, faced with spending more money and we had no choice type of thing. Mm -hmm. Some teachers have been leaving the district after everything that has happened in the past few years. 
What would you do to keep teachers in the district? First and foremost, we need to start listening to them um, because the, the way I see it, the two most important things that our district has are the teachers and the students. Um, and if we're not listening to both of those parties, um, something's going to feel left behind and left out. Um, I think that we need to focus on uh, providing support services for them so that they have, you know, proper planning time, proper mental health break time um, during the day. Um, we also need to, um, honestly, you know, when it comes to the pandemic, you know, we're putting teachers in a pretty precarious position where they have to decide between doing what's best for the community's health or showing up to work sick and potentially getting other students and teachers sick because we're not paying them for the time off that they, they need to get well. Um, and I think that, you know, we really need to start looking at what can we do differently on that forefront. Um, you know, and then also, you know, paying people their worth is huge when it comes to teachers. Um, we've got we, we actually pay less than the majority of St. Louis County school districts for substitute teachers, um, which is sad because we have a bigger tax base than a lot of those counties. And, um, you know, it, it just it baffles me that we aren't compensating our teachers their worth um, for what they provide and their, their years of service. Mm-hmm. What role should schools play in teaching kids about things like cyber safety, sex ed, mental health, and the LGBTQ community? So I think it's important for the schools to develop a program and educate children on, you know, the, uh, I guess the concerns with cyber safety. So understanding, you know, how to be safe online, all of that, that's very important. Um, I think that we absolutely need to be teaching sex education to our children um, because it's going to happen. You know, they're teenagers. They are, you know, developing and curious and everything. We need to teach them, you know, how to be safe. We need to teach them um, what, you know, consent is. Um, we need to teach them, um, you know, that there are consequences for you know, having sex at a young age. Um, and we also need to teach them to understand their bodies um, because we're not doing them any favors when we hide behind a, well, we can't talk to Johnny about a penis because, you know, oh my gosh, that word, you know, we, we're not doing them any favors. Um, we need to be honest and teaching them as much as we can so that they make the right decisions. Um, when it comes to, hold on, you asked two other things, um, what were the other two? Mental health and LGBTQ. Mental health. Um, mental health is super important. Um, I think that um, we need to teach them um, to listen to how they're feeling and their emotions and to not internalize a lot of that. Um, 
we need to teach, give them tools so that they um, are able to cope with their emotions and mental health. Um, you know, and then when it comes to the LGBTQ, um, there is that's a huge controversial issue on both sides of the aisle. Um, and I think that, you know, we need most importantly for any student to feel safe and respected and supported when they're in a public school setting. And so even if that means that that student is not getting support at home from their parents because their parents don't agree with their choices, um, we need to make sure that they feel safe at school and supported at school um, and heard um, because it's not the public school's place to cast judgment or you know point fingers at what's right and what's wrong. Um, they need to make sure that their students are safe and that they are successful in their educational endeavors. So um, it's absolutely devastating to hear the amount of you know, teenage suicide because they are not accepted for who they are. And it's, that's wrong. It should not happen that way. Um, doesn't, I mean, to me, that's, that says the biggest way you failed as a parent is if you can't love their child, your child for who they are. Um, despite them being different from what you wanted them to be. Um, like that to me says, speaks volumes to the type of parent somebody is. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on the debate about critical race theory and book banning in schools? Well, let me start with book banning. I think it's ridiculous to to ban books that talk about um, controversial issues and allow our children to learn about controversial issues. In Francis Howell, we have a program in place if the parents don't want their children to read a book in the library, they can tell the library they don't want their child to check it out. You know, and the district has to respect that. I think that as a parent, I would rather have the opportunity to have a conversation with my child about something that they read in a book and have that dialogue with them to answer questions, to offer perspective and all of that versus telling them you can't touch the forbidden fruit because I'd rather them read it in a book or hear it from me than see it online or watch it on TV. So, you know, and and our, the books that are in our public schools are not out there to expose our children to sexual, you know, um, indecencies. Like, that's never been the case. Um, I think we need to trust our librarians that they know what they're doing and that they are putting appropriate age-level books in the libraries for our children. Um, when it comes to critical race theory, um, frankly, like, it's, it's not being taught in our schools. I don't know where the parents are getting, you know, thinking that it's being taught. Um, I think that um, there's a lot of misinformation being spread about it and, and whatnot. Um, because honestly, it's a, it's a, it's a concept, you know, um, you know, it's not something that 
you know, is a, is a curriculum thing in our schools. It's a concept. And frankly, it's a collegiate level concept. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think children should have the opportunity to learn about everything that's actually happened and that, you know, we are not doing them any services by preventing them from learning about actual history, actual factual history. Um, you know, so, and I also, I mean, on that note, you know, I, I also think honesty and learn honesty and education, you know, like it kind of goes back to being transparent, you know, like what are the, what are the courses, you know, what are the materials that they have to read and put it out there. I mean, what's the big secret? You know, this is the curriculum, you know, and if you don't agree with it, tell us that you don't want your kid to partake, you know, so yeah. I talk a lot if you haven't figured that out yet. Oh no, <laughs> this is great. Thank you. Um, how do you feel COVID-19 has affected the district and what would you do about district policies should you get elected? I think that COVID-19 has really, um, really forced people into some unhealthy habits. Um, for instance, hiding behind a keyboard and, you know, tearing people down who are different or who don't think like them. Um, I think it's really had a negative impact on the mental health of not just our community, but also teachers and students. Um, you know, when it comes to the pandemic, I think that it's really important that, you know, we as a district are making decisions that are both in the best interest of our students when it comes to their health and safety, but also making decisions based in facts and data and, um, you know, and advice from professionals in their respective fields, because, you know, I'm a realtor, I'm not a doctor. Like, I, sh I have no place deciding treatment on somebody or what's best. You know, that's not my field of expertise, so. Mm hmm Do you have anything else you'd like to add? I will throw this out there. It's something you can see on my social media if you want to kind of read more about it. Um, but public education is super important to me. Um, I actually am somebody who dropped out of high school and got my GED at 16 and then worked really hard through um, college working full time to earn my college degree and graduated on the dean's list um, with academic honors um so you know m the reason that i left public school in high school was because my public school failed me um, they didn't provide me with the tools i needed for success and um it was really unfortunate because it was a really respected school district in st louis county um and so I don't, I don't want my, ch my children to have to endure what I experienced. Um, and I think every child deserves a fair chance at success in life. So and like I said, you can read more about it on 
both my website and my social media um, on Facebook. Um, I've got kind of a story that I posted about it if you want to like take excerpts from that. But um, yeah, <laughs> so I kind of have a different view on public school because of my background. So yeah, that is great. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Well, hopefully you are able to write a good write-up, and I look forward to reading it, so. Yeah. Um, I have really limited space for this article, so would you mind if I make this recording available on our website for anyone who wants to, like, hear more about your full answers, if they want to? I don't have a problem with that, um, as long as it's not edited <laughs> yeah it won't be edited at all okay <laughs> all right thank you so much for your time